You want it the best online sports book? That's easy. It's mybookie.ag. They've got the easiest website layout, the best odds, amazing customer service, and payouts in only two business days. Check out mybookie.ag for yourself, and then when you sign up, use promo code WCE50 for 50% deposit bonus. That's mybookie.ag, promo code WCE50. I'm Gary Seegers. Catch me on Twitter at GaryWCE. And I'm Chris Giannini. Follow me at ChrisBGiannini. And this is the Winning Cures Everything podcast from winningcureseverything.com. Before we get started, please subscribe to the podcast, share it, and review it. We cannot stress how important those reviews are for iTunes rankings, so help us out. Those of us who love this sport live for nights like this. You are looking live at the Georgia Dome in Atlanta. It's football. I've been watching it for 40 years. 40. 40 years. How about that? So here is fourth down. Can you believe it? It's picked up by Michigan State's Jalen Watts Jackson, and he scores on the last play of the game. Are you kidding me? Honey Badger don't care. This is Winning Cures Everything. Now for your hosts, Gary and Chris. Welcome in. Winning Cures Everything, number 167. It is the Get That Freaking Money podcast. Chris, you doing right, buddy? Yes, sir. Good deal, good deal. So it is Thanksgiving week, and we are going to release these all early and put them all out there for you to get your driving in because everybody's got to go see family and go do whatever you're doing. And we got football that starts like early on Thursday. So you may not have time on Thursday morning to listen to this thing. So we figure, all right, on Wednesday when you're driving wherever or Thursday morning when you're driving wherever. Or if you're out manning the grill or cooking or whatever and you just need to not hear the noise of family and you want to throw some headphones in and do your thing. We understand you. Lock yourself in a closet. Yeah, and we are here for you. That's right. So, let's go ahead and jump into this thing. We don't want to uh, take forever on it. Uh, Let's give the records first, okay? Overall, I am 46-42-5 against the spread, and that is college and NFL. You are 50-39-3. You are absolutely rocking this thing. I've had a really good back end of the season. Didn't have a really bad start, so uh, it's it's been great. Yeah, it's been really, really good. You, you've been rolling on college and the NFL. Yeah, um, well. yeah bo- both of them. My super contest that we don't really talk about on here all the time, I'm 3-2 I'm and two or 4-1 and one every week in that. So Let's go on and jump into college. Come on. First thing first. I'm 29, 28, and 3. I'm hanging on by a freaking Woo. thread, Chris. You're, That's you're, it. You're just above 500. That's, you got to have a 5-0 and a week. I'm a game of... Well, maybe I, not. You, we, I think we're going against each other in one of these, right? Uh, Yeah. All right, you'll go 4-1. and one. <laughs> <laughs> and, and we ended up getting the lines at different times. We did. So we, we've got some different lines, and we'll just see... Whenever you take these bets, if you take these bets... Yep. We'll just see where the line is at that point. They're they're not far off, but they're they're close. Um, so I'm 29, 28, and three. You are 32, 24, and three, and you have picked up. And no, it wasn't last, that early. It wasn't that early. No, it was it like just, the last three weeks. That's right. I've just absolutely been smoking. Last week I was scared. Still finished three and two, um, and uh, I'm scared this week again. I, 
I somehow cannot find home teams that I enjoy betting on. And it just that's, always scares me to just take every team on the road. I, I agree with you. I know that's not smart. I just know overall that's a bad deal. But I'm going to do it anyway. Do you want to go ahead and get the one out of the way that we, we agree on or, or we're going head-to-head on? Yeah, let's go on and do the head-to-head. Let's, let's smash this one through. The Apple Cup. It's going to be one of the biggest games of the weekend. Yes, absolutely. It's it's one of, uh, I believe, only four games between ranked teams. Yes, sir. Um, and it's a Saturday night game this year, so that's that's definitely a good thing. Washington has to win this game. To get to – well, it's the winner of this game goes to – No, sir. Stanford has the tiebreaker over Washington. Is that right? If Washington State wins, Washington State goes. If Washington oh, wins – you're right. And Stanford – no, it don't, it don't matter. Stanford wins because they're playing a non-conference. Stanford goes if Washington loses. No, if Washington wins. How interesting is that? Yep. Didn't even think about that. So, so Washington, Washington can't go. Washington can't go. Huh. That's yeah. That's pretty interesting. Yep. So Washington State, if they win, they go they because go. they get the they've got the tiebreaker. They got the tiebreaker over. over Stanford. Interesting. Okay. So, do you want to go in and give your uh, your pick first? Yeah, I am. I've done that all year. Uh, there have been times where I got off of him, but never bet against him. I'm just not betting against Michael Leach. This has been one of the most successful seasons that he has had all season. He's had some huge ups. He's had some huge downs in the games that they've lost. But but this is one of the best teams he's ever had in Washington State. I think nobody likes beating the rivalry more than him. I think he's got these guys ready for this game. And, and this is not a Washington team that has been dominant or scary. They have looked poor in multiple positions. So while there, there are kind of yin and yangs in, in both of these teams' seasons, I think they're both going to be ready. And at their best, I'm taking Mike Leach. Now, I will tell you this. I thought about this today. And, I, and I've settled my mind on this. And maybe I knew this all along, and this is nothing special to anybody else. Everybody thought this. Did we realize these are the two best coaches in the Pac-12? Is that really? Yeah, I guess I guess you're right. I mean, I mean, I, I, it doesn't sound like a great epiphany, but when you actually start thinking about who are coaches in the Pac-12, I don't know that it's close to arguable. I think these are the two best, and, and second place is – a pretty good tear down. You know, you might be right about that. Because I'm not giving David Shaw the 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 nod for being a great coach. I'm still still not sold with which how how crazy is that? How are we not sold on David Shaw yet? Well look at him. This team has one transcendent player every year and when that guy plays they look good and when that guy doesn't play they look terrible. Now you're right. You can't be called a right. great coach if that's the way you win or lose ball games. <laughs> no, you're you're entirely right. You are entirely right. All right. Um, look, so you're taking Washington State plus ten. I love Washington, and I got them at plus ten. I didn't give the number out. I got them just now. It's Tuesday evening. We're doing this podcast. I got them at plus ten. I'm taking plus ten. I got them on. I got Washington minus nine on Monday night. Okay. I feel great about Washington. Look, the only time that they really don't cover is when they're on the road. They're at home in Seattle. Like, it, this is this is their spot. They only give up 14 points a game. They 
They only give up 5.8 yards per pass attempt. They only give up 160 yards passing a game. Like they've got a great defense. They're nine and two straight up this year. They don't cover when they're on the road. That's it. When they're at home, they kill it. Now last week against Utah, close game. It was at home, but they didn't care about that game. Like I, I understand, me and you've had that conversation before, but they just they didn't care about that game. They're getting ready for the Apple Cup. So this game, look. They average five yards per rush. They average eight point five yards a pass. Washington State, like they they metrically beat Washington State at everything. Washington State rushes for less than eighty yards a game. Do you know that? Yeah, I know that Washington State has had some really bad games this year, which is going to pull all the numbers down when you're just looking at averages. Oh yeah. So and that's, so you can't you can't look at whole season averages. You got to look at the games that they play. If you take out their worst game and their best game, I'm going to bet those things totally change. And if you're going to look at who Washington has played at home, Oregon is the best team that they've played at home other than Utah. Other than that, everybody's garbage. It, yeah, but this is a team that also lost to Arizona State on the road. Well, and so did but that's Washington. what I'm saying. Hang on, but Washington State or Washington has lost to teams on the road that are really bad. That's that's what I'm saying. That Washington lost to Stanford on the road. Yes. They lost to Arizona State on the road. Yeah. Washington State lost to Arizona on the road. Lost to Arizona on the road, and they yeah. lost to Cal on the road. Yes. Washington is the home team. So I, that's what I'm saying. But 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 I'm going to take road. We're having a different conversation. Flying a thousand miles south from from middle of nowhere Washington to Arizona. I don't, I, don't think those that, other places. I don't think that the travel is what the biggest thing is on this. I, I think the biggest thing here is the home crowd behind you. Washington State hadn't lost a home this year. And they haven't played anybody. Washington State? No, Washington. They played USC. Oh, I'm talking about it. I thought you were talking about Washington. The, no, that's that's what I'm saying. Washington, they Washington. cover at home. They lose on the road. I think rivalry games, that stuff just doesn't matter. I'm rolling with the numbers. I'm taking the numbers. You can take the feeling. This will be the one game where you lose. You you go with your gut. I'm going. I got Washington minus it's, nine. You got Washington State plus ten. We're going head to head on it. It's done me real well so far. So I, I can I'm, understand I'm that. Keep riding with That's it. That's all good. I, look, I, numbers don't lie. Or at least they're not supposed to. But if they do to me, then that's fine. <laughs> that's fine. All right, you want to go with your uh, your second one? Yeah, my next one. I'm gonna I'm gonna ride with the team I rode with last week. Played good. Got a loss, but fought like hell. Thought they had a chance to win the game. I'm taking Navy on the road against Houston. Plus four and a half. But I think Navy's a live dog here. I think Navy's the better football team. I think Navy can win this game. I don't understand how Houston, like even at home, how are they still favored in games like this? I don't know. I don't. I haven't seen anything from Houston to show me they're better than Navy. No, I agree with you. So I'm, I'm getting four and a half points. Give me the four and a half points. Give me Navy. I, I'm good with that. I'm really good with that. I, I really don't like Major Applewhite there. Yeah, I think he's going to be a 7-5, and 8-4 and four coach from now until forever. He might do a little bit better as every team in the AAC is about to turn over their head coach. Well, but he, it's still – you're never so going to have – the chances of all of those schools hiring good guys, when SMU turns theirs over in Memphis and Central Florida and South Florida, like who are they going to have to play? Who are they going to beat? He will not – be able to recruit the way that Tom Herman did? I don't think you have to if but those other schools can't hit home runs again. You're probably right. And at some point in time, you're just not going to keep hitting home runs. Yeah, but how much better than 8-4 do you think Major Apple White's going to be? I don't know. 
But but I I'm mean, going to tell you that lost the two lane. I I will tell you that if all four of those coaches leave those schools, then I think he gets marketably better just with experience. Mm, yeah, you may be right, but you you be just right. because I we don't know what South Florida and Central Florida and Memphis and SMU are going to be able to do hiring. Let me go on and uh, and give you a breaking news update. All right. The college football playoff ranking came out. All right. As we were sitting here doing this. Okay. Miami jumped Clemson to number two. They should have. Why were they number three last week? That 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 was because last week was wrong. Beating Virginia shouldn't have made them jump. Well, I think it's it, so. Here's the thing: they count quality wins as wins over ranked, like not ranked teams, as a. Uh, wins over teams that have a winning record. Okay, and so they're going to consider Virginia So that. Virginia was a quality win, which puts Miami up to, what, I think seven quality wins? Alabama staying number one with that monster win over Mercer? <laughs> yeah, Alabama's still number one. Yeah, um, that's a quality and win. And it, it also hurt Clemson that Syracuse went and got absolutely freaking demolished. No, no, that that is two weeks straight that Syracuse has absolutely got freaking well, that, demolished. That puts Syracuse at four and seven. And Syracuse oh, yeah. will not be going bowling. There was a time in the season where I thought Syracuse could really mess up the AAC, and now they're not even going to make a bowl game. Pretty bananas, isn't it? Pretty bananas. All right, uh, so your your second game, uh, Navy plus four and a half at Houston. Mine, people just ain't biting on this yet, and I don't understand it. Missouri minus 11 at Arkansas. They saw Arkansas last week fight like hell with Mississippi State. And still lose. But they covered. They did cover. You and I know that. But I think Missouri can put up way more points than Mississippi State. Like, if, if you can bottle up the run with Mississippi State, Nick Fitzgerald is not going to beat you throwing the football. Arkansas can't stop the pass, man. Like, nobody's going to be able to stop Drew Locke right now. That kid is on an absolute tear. So, look, Missouri, they're putting up over 40. Easy. Like, no question whatsoever. And... Arkansas at best maybe puts up 21 here. So this is an easy cover. I mean, I, I've got Missouri winning about three touchdowns at least. There you go. My next game, we talked a little bit about them. Syracuse. Syracuse, Syracuse, Syracuse. I got Boston College minus three and a half at Syracuse right now. I know BC's not going to have their quarterback, their starting quarterback. I don't know that it matters. BC hit a switch somewhere in the middle of the season where they just said, we're going to score 40 every week. And if you want to beat us, you got to find a way to score 40. And I've watched Syracuse play the last two weeks. You know how I like to bet on hot teams? I also like to bet on bad teams that just fall apart. I don't know what happened to Syracuse's defense, but they've given up over 120 points in two weeks. That's a lot of points. You're, you can't do that. No. And now you're about to play a team where, yes, they've got a backup quarterback, but they weren't doing it through the air. Boston College was doing it on the ground. They are going to smash Big orange. Especially if Syracuse has nothing to play for because they're not going bowling. You know, we just talked about that. Well, they would have to – no, this is this is the final week of the season, right? Yeah. So, yeah, so I, for they're some reason and, I had – They're four and seven. The best they, they can do is five and seven. They cannot go bowling. They have nothing to play for. Give me Boston College minus three and a half in the Carrier Dome. I do not care. I like that pick. I like that pick. All right, my third game. Iowa State plus three at Kansas State. You know why I took this game? Because Kansas State just got a big, big win. But here's the thing. Kansas State got a big, big win. Iowa State has lost several games in a row. Everybody's kind of off the Iowa State train. 
But Iowa State was losing to really good teams. Kansas State is not a really good team. Kansas State had a really good game where Oklahoma State just absolutely crapped the bed. Like, that's all it is. You can count on Mike uh, Mike Gundy for one of these every year, right? And it's normally in November. They He gives up one game that you just don't see coming. Every year. Kansas State, their stock is way, way up right now. Iowa State stock, way, way down right now. We know who the better team is. Right. I don't care that the game is in Manhattan, Kansas. It doesn't matter. Iowa State is a better football team. They're catching points. Give me Iowa State plus three, and I'll be putting some money on that money line. So one more thing I want to talk about with Syracuse, by the way. <laughs> has Because I, I meant to mention this. Has Dino Favors I – mean, we were talking about Dino Favors with the coach Babers. of Syracuse. Yeah, Dino Babers. Babers. I'm sorry, Babers. Getting, like, big boy job paid after this season. Oh, not anymore. No, not anymore. He He's cost himself large sums of money, right? Yeah, I think so. I, that's just I absolutely believe that. It, anyway, that just shocks me. That's pretty nuts, right? My next pick. All right. Notre Dame. Now, nobody has hated on this team more than I have. We, we've got the same game Okay, here. so this is the same yeah, pick. Same, same so pick. So we can both kind of talk about it. Notre Dame, I hate Brian Kelly. I, I loathe this man, but I like this team. I have grown to, to, to really start liking this team the way well, they play. It, you don't have to worry about Brian Kelly. Think of it this way. Think about Chip Long. Former yes. Memphis offensive Memphis coordinator. That's right. Memphis guy. That's right. And he has turned this offense around from last they year. They look good. Let me tell you something. They're at Stanford. It don't matter. Bryce Love might play. He might not play. I don't know that it matters if he plays. Notre Dame is minus two. Notre Dame is going to beat the crap out of Stanford. Notre Dame is trying to get to a 10-win season because that stuff matters. Yeah. Are they going to play in the national championship game? No. Do they have anything to play for? Yeah. A ten win Notre Dame game is still playing for a big boy bowl. Yeah, they'll they'll be if they win this game, they're in a New Year's six game that, easy. That matters. That's gonna matter to Notre Dame fans and Brian Kelly because the way Brian Kelly started the season, if he finishes the season on such a down year and he can't crack double digit wins after they were at one point in time being talked about as a top two or three team in the country, then there's then there's no there's no way you can justify having nine wins. You gotta get to ten. I think this matters. To Stanford, this game does not matter at all. No, they've got the uh the Pac twelve championship game next week. If if Washington wins, they will go play in the Pac twelve championship game. They will be scoreboard watching and if somehow Washington is up big, then they will just I think pull everybody and start getting ready for that game. Yeah. Hey you you know what's an interesting bowl matchup that we may end up seeing? We may see Michigan and Stanford in like the Holiday Bowl. Harbaugh against his uh, against his old buddy. That'd be a fun game. That'd be a lot of fun. That'd be must watch TV for sure. That'd be no offense. No, no, not at all. Offense, not at all. Take the under. I don't know what the number will be, but (laughs) if it's not in the thirties, just go ahead and plug it. Next game for me, and so we, we both have, got Notre Dame. Do you minus. have anything you want to say? I mean, what do you Not, think you, about? You it? absolutely threw it in there. Notre Dame stops the run and they run the ball. Stanford stops the run and they run the ball, only not as well. Not not nearly as good. So it, it, Notre Dame's got better players. Like I, again, the game is at Stanford. I don't think it matters in this case. I was listening to somebody today, and, and they were you know they were talking about you know well this is Notre Dame on the road at Stanford, and the guy they were talking to, man, I wish I could give credit to it. I listened to too many people during the day, and they said, you mean they play in that eerie silence of Stanford Stadium? <laughs> like, <laughs> like nobody's showing up for these games. It's, uh, you know what's nuts? So I, I went to Stanford mm-hmm. this summer, 
And I don't know if I talked to you about this or not, but I wanted to go in. I got a Stanford football T-shirt. Seen it. And Looks when I when I went in, I wanted to get a postcard to send to my dad from Stanford Stadium. Like, I wanted a, a postcard of the stadium. Their bookstores up there have no, like, nothing football up there. It's because it's a bunch of smart kids, and then they have a football program. Which is bananas to me. Just bananas that they're... And like, we're not talking about just, you know, a whole bunch of stuff. They're a I'm couple talking, of years nothing. away from being nationally ranked and possible national championship guys when Harbaugh was there about eight years ago, ten years ago. Yeah. Like, we're not talking about a long time ago they were the national picture. The the number, the number highest rated quarterback to come out of a draft since Peyton Manning or John Elway came from there. Yeah. Like, they were a football power for a while. And, and now... But I, I wonder if even then, because in the grand well, I don't scheme, I think they really of, cared then. Yeah, because in the grand scheme of Stanford, there are a bunch of smart kids trying to save the world. Yeah, that's all it is. They don't care about. They football. got fear of the nerd shirts for a reason. Yeah, you know. Anyway, so yeah, it it, it surprised me a lot. Um, I, I think Notre Dame is just a better overall team, and if I'm only giving up two and a half or two, like absolutely anything less than a field goal here, I'm in. Yeah, I'm a hundred percent in. All right, uh, last game for me, <laughs> North Texas minus 13.5 at Rice. And I know that you hate when I take these little games, but, man, I do well on them. Like, and a win is a win That's at the right. end of the day. No, you, give me, you, and you need the wins. Yes, give me a damn W. Rice is terrible. Did Rice cover last week? Rice covered against uh, Southern Miss, okay. which is nuts. But Southern Miss has been playing like crap, and I just caught them at the bad time. Um, but North Texas – they win this game. They're headed to the Conference USA Championship game against Lane Kiffin and the Lane Train down at Florida Atlantic. They got to win this game. They got to win this game big. North Texas's offense has been rolling this year. Like, I'm all in. It's less than two touchdowns. Less than two Rice touchdowns. Is, Rice is garbage. Yes. Hook it up. Hook it. I don't care if it's in Houston. Doesn't matter to me. Let's do this thing. Okay. My last game, I'm kind of glad I got to go last because I get to kind of have the floor for a minute. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna stomp on a pet peeve of mine. I'm not a I'm not a linguist. I'm not an, I'm not an English major. I don't I don't claim to be a brainiac, but I understand the the importance of certain words mattering and certain words not. In this game, this rivalry, and one of these teams, piss me off more than any other thing in college football. Can can I take a guess at what this is? Yeah. Is it the? Yeah, it's the word okay. the. The game. The game. Now, the fact that the most important adjective that you can use can come up with in Big Ten country to describe something is the word the. That's a problem. I've always hated the you. I always hate the Ohio State, when when that's how you enunciate what's important in your school, I, I'm judging your IQ levels, okay? And and I'm going to bet, you know, you add everybody up that goes, the 100,000 students at Ohio State, I'm going to insult you. If you're using the word the as the most important adjective in a word, yeah, yeah, your IQ is, you know, total maybe six figures. That's 100,000 yeah. people. Yeah. All right. Do the math. They might not be able to do it. Might not be insulted. Anyway, I'm taking Michigan here. Michigan's at home. They're catching 11 and a half points. Ohio State just got through drumming Michigan State. Ohio State has been very much yin and yang. When they play teams that don't play defense, 
they beat the ever-loving crap out of those teams. Yeah. When they play teams that do play defense, they win a lot of them, but they don't win them big. No. This is a hated rivalry game. This is one of the few big games that Michigan got to have at home. This year, Michigan's schedule was brutal with what they had to play on the road and what they had to play at home. Penn State, Wisconsin, Ohio State all on the road, and then they had Michigan State at home in a uh, in an absolute downpour. Yes. So I, I think they are going to be looking to say, we got to get a marquee win. We want to ruin these boys' seasons. We want to crush them. We want to put them down here in the middle of mediocrity in the Big Ten with us. We want to crush their dreams. We want to crush their spirits. They got something to play for. I think they're a live dog, can win the game. I get 11 and a half points. Stop using the word the to, to enunciate what the hell you're trying to say. It's dumb. <laughs> it's just dumb. So Michigan there you go. Plus 11 and a half. I like I'm it. Taking Michigan plus 11 and a half. I like it. All right, let's move on to NFL from there, and we'll, uh, we'll get back in and, and go over the rest of them here in a little bit. All right, uh, first game for me. And first game for you. Oh, you took the same yeah, one. We got we got a shared game in the in the pros. Thanksgiving morning, eleven thirty Central. Waking up early on Fox. I'm gonna be ready. Vikings minus two and a half at the Lions, or you got them at minus three. I got them at minus three. I don't I'm, think it matters I here. I don't care. Vikings run defense is incredible. Vikings pass defense is incredible. Um, uh, they they run the football, and it doesn't matter who is running. Hang on, uh, Case Keenum deserves some respect. Yes. He just played against a really good Rams defense, one of the top five defenses in the country, and he looked dang good doing it, all right? I I think this kid has earned this job. He's earned this spot. I think that team is galvanizing around him. Adam Thielen is in the conversation as a top three wide receiver in the NFL right now. If your name is Julio Jones, get out of the way. If your name is Mike Evans, Get to the back of the bus. Jordy Nelson, get off the damn bus. These guys don't belong. Adam Thielen, White Lightning is coming through. This guy has said, <laughs> I'm here to play, and y'all need to take me serious. And Case Keenum is finding him over and over and over again. It's opening up the run, or the run is opening him up. It doesn't matter. They can't stop this offense. That's a really good defense. They smashed them. Now they get to go on the road. The Lions play really well in these Thanksgiving Day games. They always get the early one. I don't think it matters. I don't think they've got the dudes for it because this Viking defense is just nasty. They're on a roll right now. They're killing it. They're on a roll. And we, you and I picked these games separately. Yeah, we didn't even. We, we, we came to the table and felt good about. That's right. Yeah, about two of the same games, one in college and one in the NFL. And, yeah, I'm you with give, you. You give me Mike Zimmer over over the Walking Dead, I'll take it all day long. <laughs> I'll take it all day. I, I can understand that. I can understand that. All right, uh, second game for me, Titans minus three at the Colts. Man, you got some balls. I do. And you know why I do? Because the Colts suck. The Colts suck, and Marcus Mariota needs to get right. And this is called a get-right game. Aloha, baby. Look, Hawaiian Thunder over here is he's going to be throwing touchdowns. He won't be throwing picks this this week because God knows he threw enough of those. He crushed me last oh week. God. Oh, he took my soul. So, Thursday. but that's that's the thing. They know they got to win this game in order to keep up with Jacksonville. They haven't beaten the Colts in like a decade, man. Uh, until they did on Thursday night or Monday night back a few weeks ago. Yeah, but at Indianapolis, 
I understand that, but this is not the same Indianapolis team. Oh, I this know team they is suck. just about done. No, I I agree, but I can't I can't trust the Titans. I can't. I don't. And know the that fact that I'm, I'm only giving up a field goal here, I'm down with it. I'll be rooting for you like crazy, man. I'll be rooting for but you. But Titans win this game. They're they're seven and four, and the Jags eventually their schedule toughens up. But for right now, you got to be able to keep pace, and you got to win games like this Colts game in order to do that. And look, Derrick Henry. Is going to get rolling. DeMarco Murray, he'll get rolling. Rashard Matthews, is, he's been averaging over 100 yards a game receiving. You know, like they're, they're going to score their points. They were keeping up with Pittsburgh, and the thing that killed them was Mariota's damn interceptions. Like, that's that's what it is. Just ridiculous. I don't think you'll have to worry about it this week. Titans minus three at the Colts. I hope not. All right, my next pick. This one's a little strange for me, but I'm taking it anyway. Sean McDermott tried to do something unorthodox and crazy. Do you think that the ownership told him to oh, do that? Oh, I totally believe this is. These people do not buy into Tyrod Taylor and because they've been trying for three years with Rex to, to get Rex to play somebody else, which is why Rex got fired. Yeah. And this guy said, hey, I'm not going to get fired. I'm just going to do what you asked me to do. But it falls on him. But he goes out and he throws – Five interceptions, interceptions Jesus, Nate, in 15 pass attempts. Dude, dude, Nate Peterman, who was good at Pittsburgh last year. Matt Canada made him look like a Heisman candidate. That's right. So, look, I'll say, I will say this. That stat right there, five interceptions and in 15 pass attempts, has not happened since 1973. 1973. Just, just ridiculous. Tyrod Taylor will be in this game. For some reason, they're looking at the score last week and saying, well, this is what's going on. Tyrod Taylor is not getting beat by double digits by anybody. By anybody. He can move that offense. He can run. He can on score. On top of that. The Chiefs haven't looked yeah. good. They look bad. I think they're going in backwards directions. This Bills team was 5-2 and two at one point in time. They lost two hard-fought, tough games. One of those games was to the Saints, which is maybe the best team in the NFC. One of the best teams in the country. Tough to they, really they blame did, Tyrod. They did kind of get demolished in that game. Though. They gave up 41 points. That's not Tyrod's fault. Now, only, I know he only scored 10, but it don't matter. If you give up 41. 47. Whatever. It ain't on him. <laughs> it's not on him. So, anyway, I like Tyrod to come out pissing vinegar, fired up, taking this team. Arrowhead is a hard place to go in and play. It would not shock me because the Bills have done this all year. It would not shock me if he goes on the road and they get this win. But you give me double digits in the NFL? Are you crazy? Well, especially with the Chiefs who have lost four out of five here. Yeah. You know, that's the Chiefs are nuts. going backwards. Yeah. yeah I have I another stat about the Chiefs in a minute. You give your next one. All right. My last game. Steelers minus 14 at home against the Packers. <laughs> this Look, I know this is a lot of points. But, man, I started looking at numbers, and ever since Aaron Rodgers went out, look, Aaron Jones is out now. You know, Ty Montgomery's still hurt. Like, they are – they're ailing everywhere. They could not move the ball on the freaking Ravens. And now they got to go on the road at Pittsburgh. You know how Pittsburgh plays at home. And that's the thing. Like, when they go on the road, it's one thing. And I understand that the Jacksonville game was one thing, but this Packers team does not have the defense that the Jags did. Bottom line. Packers can't run, they can't throw, they can't defend anything. Can't stop anybody. Can't yeah. stop anybody. And the Steelers know that they look. They got the leg up because in the AFC, like they got the tiebreaker right now. It's not even really a tiebreaker. They're, they're the number one seed. Yeah, they're it. Period. So 
I mean, you you give me fourteen points, I'm in. I'd lay they're, them all day. They're, yeah, they're gonna kill them. They're gonna kill them. All right, my last pick. My AFC West winner at the beginning of the season, I look like a I look like a fool. I took the Los Angeles. That might be the first time I've ever gotten that right. Superchargers. <laughs> okay. And they started yeah, off staying San Diego for twelve weeks. Now. And I'm still gonna stay San Diego because that's the city I love. Oh yeah. And they started off 0-4, and they looked bad. And their first win was against the 0-4 Giants that are still terrible. And the Chiefs in that division went started off 5-0, then lost a game, and then won like their next two games. Okay. They had a nine-game head start on my Superchargers, and I think my Chargers are about to claw, fight, pull their way back to the top and I think they're still alive to win this division they gotta beat the Cowboys on Thanksgiving Day I'm taking both road teams on the Thanksgiving Day games it's crazy Cowboys usually play fired up for this I don't know what's going on with Dak Prescott but without his offensive line without Zeke it's it's without his left tackle he is is getting killed Joey Bosa is going to eat him alive I like Dak I have last year I was very much not on the Dak train don't like the fad thing I have grown. He is a very likable individual. I feel sorry for you. Take out life insurance policies because Joey Bosa is coming. And he's going to hurt you. The line is one. Chargers minus one. I think the Chargers win the game. Cowboys are going backwards. The Chargers have a chance to win out the season and take that division. The Chargers are four and two in their last six. Yes, sir. And Kansas City is. Five and one, one and five, no, one two. and one and four, one and four. I knew it was they're six and four. The Chargers are four and six. So yeah, yeah. I think you might be on something here. I, I, I think one team is going in one direction. I think the other team is going in the other direction. And I am betting the ways I thought before the season started. One team was not that bad. The other team was not that good. I can understand it. All right, let's give the rundown here. College football. I got Missouri minus eleven at Arkansas. Iowa State plus three at Kansas State. I got Washington minus nine at home against Washington State. I got Notre Dame minus two and a half at Stanford. North Texas minus 13 and a half at Rice. Who you got in college? I got Navy plus four and a half at Houston. I got Boston College minus three and a half at Syracuse. I got Washington State and the Fighting Pirates of Mike Leach plus 10 at Washington. I got Notre Dame Fighting Irish minus two at Stanford and Michigan plus 11 and a half at Ohio. Oh, no, they're at home. No, at no, home no. Against Ohio State. Oh, is it Ann Arbor? It's in Ann Arbor. Oh, okay, so you don't have all road teams. No, I don't have all road teams. I oh, we, we put this thing wrong. Okay. Uh, NFL. I got the Vikings minus two and a half at the Lions. I got the Titans minus three at the Colts. And I got the Steelers minus 14 at home against the Packers. I got the Vikings minus three at the Lions. I got the Bills plus 10 at the Chiefs. And my Los Angeles Superchargers minus one at the Cowboys. Now, before we end this podcast, I got to get into something real quick. First off, report just came across from the Houston Chronicle. Okay. The first introduction of the of the story. Texas A&M coach Kevin Sumlin will be fired following the Aggies' regular season finale at LSU on Saturday night. Multiple people with knowledge of the situation said. 
Sumlin is expected to be dismissed in the day or days following the A&M game against the Tigers. The Aggies are a double-digit underdog to the Tigers, and an A&M victory would not save his job at this point, sources say. So I went into today thinking about that game, and because uh, I always worry about my team, and I thought we might have a less mild situation. And here's why I thought that. I thought they could pull off a big upset, big double-digit win. I think it's 17. It was. It might be higher now that that news come out. And if they beat LSU... Well, no, no. They, I think it's only... I think it's 10 and a half. It's 10 and a half. Okay. It's well, not anyway, crazy. If they, if they end up beating LSU, everybody gets on fire. They play in a bowl game, win their bowl game. He, he, does, he still doesn't get fired. He, he gets another, another year. They start the season next year. Two of their first four games are against Alabama and Clemson, both on the road. And I think we have a less mild situation. They start the season off two and two, and he is fired out of a cannon. Yeah. Now I don't think he's gonna. I mean, who do you want? Say he's who not wants be to be the coach next year that gets to start the season at Clemson and against Alabama, and then two weeks later, oh, and at Alabama, at Tuscaloosa. Uh, nobody. There's, there's who not. wants who wants that job? Next? Can I like hold it for me next year? Look, I like I if you're Chip still, Kelly, can I can you give me like a post dated check the, for like 2019? The talk has been Jimbo Fisher. Uh, yeah, that's forever. Yeah. I still think Gary Patterson is is a live dog here. I as love you would that say. man. God, I, I love think that, that he's man. a possibility there. I think Chad Morris is still a possibility, but I don't think they want to go that same route. You know, they they did that with Sumlin. They brought him in from Houston. He did okay yep. initially. But he did okay because he had Johnny Manziel. So when you got transcendent talent at the quarterback position. If, you can win anything. If we're here and we're talking about some uh, coaching carousel stuff, you know a name that nobody has brought up at all. That I, if if I had an opening, I'd go hire this guy. You gonna say Bill Clark? Or? I'm gonna say no. I've already talked about him, and I'm already, and he's been talked about with us and a lot of other people. Yeah. Why is nobody mentioning Greg Schiano? Um, that's well, one because Iowa hung fifty something on. <laughs> um, no, no, no. They but, hung fifty something on. Ohio State, he when he is the head coach of a college football program, he took Rutgers to places nobody's well, it, ever seen. It, or heard. People people are talking about him. He is a possibility for the Ole Miss job. He, I, if I was any school, if I was A and M, I think he is maybe one of the best candidates. And hell, I didn't even think about him until the last couple of days. I mean, I, I could see him maybe when even he was at, in like, college. Tennessee. Oh no, I would I would take him anywhere. anywhere. Oh, I agree. I agree. If you want toughness, that's the guy I go get. Yeah, Tennessee definitely needs that guy. If I was Florida, any of them. So anyway, just my two cents. No, wait, all right, so you've you've heard about the reports with uh, with uh, uh, Chip Kelly, right? Where well, no, I've heard that right, so, it's a done deal in Florida, and then maybe not, maybe UCLA. Everybody thinks they've got him. And so he, the school president, the athletic director, and like four other members of the UAA, right? The athletic association, whatever. Um, they all flew up to New Hampshire to hang out with Chip Kelly to go over the this is for details Florida? for Florida. Okay. So they all went up. They talked about it. Da, 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 da. He wanted to hang on for a little bit. Chip Kelly's agent is a uh, UCLA grad, class of 1983. And he's like a super agent in the NFL. He's not a... Come on, dude. A year younger than us. What a dick. A year younger than us? No, uh, class no. of 83. Okay. No, he, he, he wasn't born in 83. No. He, right, I was, I was, <laughs> all right, you're not a dick. You no. had me confused. My jealousy was just getting uh, the best of me. And so here's so the that deal. I apologize. Here's the deal. If you're Chip Kelly, what do you want more? 
Like it, money. If you want to keep, well, no, because money's not going to be a problem wherever you go. In Florida, you don't have a state income tax, right? But you are also like the face of a program that is like revered in the entire state, right? So like that is, you're the guy, and everywhere you go, you're going to be the guy, right? You're like you'll be a godlike figure down okay. there. You go out to UCLA. What maybe the one thousandth most famous person out there, but you've got everything you need. Now here's the other thing, right? He's got a huge like relationship with Phil Knight. Florida's a Nike school. UCLA is what are they? Under Armour? Either Under Armour or Adidas. I think they're Under Armour. I think they just signed that big Under Armour deal. Um, so you you would have to make inroads. Let's with let's a whole talk. Other let's talk. Shoe company. Let's talk about the godlike figure. What do you think he was in Oregon? And then what do you think he was in Philadelphia? Remember, he went to the playoffs two out of three years. Before that last year, it, he no, was look, a god. The, the difference is, do you want that much attention on you? I don't think he cares. I actually kind of think he's a bit of a diva and an attention whore. Well, that's So that's partly where I'm getting at. I think that he just wants to coach football. Oh, he doesn't want that. to deal with all the other crap. I don't when think you're Florida, he would do well at UCLA being the second fiddle. I think he's used to being the big dog in town, and I don't think he would handle being the little dog in town, the stepbrother very well at all. So I I was li- and I forget who it was that was telling this story. Maybe they were, it's they because talking- I want him in the SEC, but I I think I think he would not handle being the little brother very long at all. I, I was I was listening to a story the other day, and they were discussing when Nick Saban came to Alabama, and at Alabama for years, the board of trustees and, and the big boosters and whatnot, they always had somebody that. You know, would come out and play golf with them. They just sit down and have a beer, and you know, shoot the s and whatever. Like they just, it, it's you're high fiving and your handshaking and you're, hey, how you doing, old buddy, and all that kind of stuff, right? That's how it always was. When Nick Saban got on the plane to come from Miami to Tuscaloosa, all the boosters, all the everybody was on the plane with him, and they were all wanting to chit chat and da 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 da. He put on his headphones. And he sat down and he started watching Alabama film. And he watched it the whole flight. Because he was already, it was January 4th. And he was getting ready to figure out his team already. He didn't shake hands with anybody. He said, if I'm taking this job, all of you are leaving me alone. I'll give you your roles later. But you here's the deal. But you don't think Chip would have that ability or power? Well, that's that's kind of what I'm trying to figure out. Because he's the name. Like, he's, he's not McElwain, a no-name guy that still has to prove himself. He's proven. I think any of these big time proven guys get to walk in and say, "Hey, close my door when you leave." Can can you do don't that? bother me? Can you do that when Spurrier is sitting in the office right down the hall from me? I don't look. I do not think Spurrier wants to be involved. I understand that. I think Spurrier was asked, "Will you please help this man?" He was supposed to be an offensive genius, and he is not. Will you please help him? And so I think Spurrier walked across the hall and said, "Hey, you need some help?" No. I'm going to play golf. I think that's. I don't think he wants to work. I think he retired for a reason. And if he was going to work, he's going to make a hell of a lot more than whatever they're paying him to be some ambassador for the game. Okay, I'm with you. So I I don't think the Spurrier stuff means anything. Okay, I think that's foolish. And that's that was the if, reason for if, my question. If I was him, I would take Florida over them because I think Florida gets their pick of all the kids that are in the state of Florida over Florida State and Miami and everybody else that tries to come and pillage. 
And the good thing is there are so many of in them. In Southern Cal, there are plenty of talent. I do not think UCLA gets their pick of all that talent. Now, USC, it, it doesn't matter who the coach That's is. Right. USC gets their kids. The other part of that is, is now, one, now this is the negative. He did pull a lot of kids from Hawaii and the Polynesian Islands, okay, at Oregon. And he had connections there. You won't have that at Florida. They're not coming across another continent, okay? They're not going across the biggest ocean and a continent to play at Florida. That's that's not going to happen. I don't know. I mean, you might they'll, be surprised. They'll they play at UCLA. They'll stay on the West Coast. And, and I want to know how much of that matters. But we haven't really seen that many big-time Hawaiian Polynesian players come in like we used to. It used to be a gravy train every year, three or four in the NFL, and then three or four new ones. And yeah, three we, don't or four really, we don't really see them You now. might get one every four or five years. It's a little different than it used to be, but I don't know. I mean, I mean, being an LSU guy, I'd love for him to go out west. I don't want to have to play him every year at Florida. But at the same it, it, time, regardless of, of whether he comes to Florida or UCLA or whatever, if he has success and he gets that call back to the NFL, I think he's gone anyway. Well, yeah. Now, he does want to coach football, but I think everywhere he goes, he's going to be a god. You're probably right. You're probably right. If you, so if you were Chip Kelly, you would take Florida. I would take Florida. I can understand that. I think it's I think it's whatever he wants to do. If he wants to stay out of the limelight and whatnot, UCLA would be the gig for him. I think Florida makes way more sense for him because of his Nike ties and the fact that they – I mean, at Florida, you are just the guy. Right? I think you can roll out of bed at Florida and have a top ten defense. Yeah. They need somebody to build an offense, which is why Spurrier was a god there for two decades. Yeah. That anybody can build a defense there, which is why the Muschamp hire was so weird. We don't need a defensive guy. We're, we can just get athletes and play defense. Yeah. You'll be fine on that. So that's UCLA, they, they've always had good offenses. They got good offenses now. Are you going to be able to build a defense that can not let people score 48? Because the other guy couldn't. And you're not really a defensive guy. Exactly. What are you going to do to help UCLA not give up 48? That's a good point. Yeah, you know, I'm with you. Uh, the other thing, before we completely end this, I know we keep talking about coaching carousel. Reports are that Kevin Sumlin would have his pick of several Power 5 jobs. I would agree with that. If you were Kevin Sumlin, like it, it, not, not even if you were Kevin Sumlin, what do you feel like he fits the best? Like, Do you think that that would be awful if he went to Ole Miss? Oh no, no! I think I think Ole Miss would be great to to, to have him. Ole Miss is going to get hit. We we've kind of established that, right? We we are. Under we'll the we'll talk about that on the next pod, uh, podcast. Well, because we'll have some information to talk about. Yeah, but Ole Miss is going to get hit pretty hard. I think they need to be very grateful for anybody that is a big name coach that's willing to say, "I'll ride out these tough years if you'll give me like a seven year deal." I know they can only get a five year deal, four year, four year deal, but but. If you can promise me that every year I get an extra year until we're at like seven, then I'm happy. Yeah. To ride out this wave. And I think they need to be grateful for whatever they get. I think I agree with you. All right, that's going to wrap it up. It's time for the rundown. Remember, check out winningcureseverything.com. You can give us a like on Facebook, facebook.com slash winningcureseverything. You can follow us on Twitter, at Winning Cures. You can follow myself, at Gary WCE. You can follow me at Chris B. Giannini, C-H-R-I-S-B-G-I-A-N-N-I-N-I. 
You can also email the show, that's winningcureseverything at gmail.com, and we now have a voicemail line. That number is 551-226-9899. If you want to call and bash us for talking bad about your favorite team, or praise us, or just tell us about how awesome your team is doing, leave us a voicemail. That number again is 551-226-9899, and we may toss it on the show. Thank you for supporting this show, and until next time... Have a good one, guys. Hey, don't forget, subscribe to the Winning Cures Everything podcast on iTunes and make sure you leave a review. For every 25 written five-star reviews we get on iTunes, we are donating to St. Jude's Children's Hospital and LeBonner's Children's Hospital in Memphis, Tennessee. So subscribe and review on iTunes, SoundCloud, Google Play, and all your favorite podcast apps. Remember, the Winning Cures Everything podcast.